Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi, this is Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode I chat with um, former Australian vert champion um, Sessa Mora about... Uh, Debrief a little on the, um, the manly old school skate jam, uh, March 2019, but then go on to talk about um, diet, fitness, exercise, um, uh, stretching, all of those things uh, that are needed and, and best uh, best done uh, for skating fitness in particular. Cheers. Hi, Sessa, how you going? Hi, Mike, how you doing? Yeah, doing well, man. It's been a busy few weeks, but uh, still standing. <laughs> busy, busy with what? Uh, I work with uni students, and so the start of the uni year is um, is a really hectic time of oh, like right. a million events, and because it's all in various places, they're all kind of a lot of them are pop up events. So you're kind of lugging stuff to locations, setting it up, packing it up, lugging it back to your car, all that kind of stuff. So it's um, just a million new names to remember and data entry, and oh, it's just just on every front. There's something going on. So. Um, Mm, so we're at the we're at the end of the kind of real hectic startup time and into a bit more of a groove now, which is good. Oh, good. And then we had um, a bunch of um, Melbourne skaters come down to Tassie a couple of weeks ago, so that was kind of the end of that hectic time to have then sort of a you know really good session with a large crowd of bladers. It was like the, the same weekend the Manly thing was on, um, and uh, so that was just really great. You know, a, a smaller version of what you guys were enjoying in in Sydney with just having a park clogged with skaters again which is a rare experience you know these days yeah it was good i haven't i haven't personally seen that many skate bladers in one place for a while so it was it was good to see <laughs> yeah it brings back memories um back when bladers were like what scooters are now in terms of um perching on every coping ledge everywhere in a park <laughs> yeah i mean i was driving working one saturday morning near redfern and 30 scooter guys just came up the middle of the road in the opposite direction. I was like, what the hell? And it was because they were going to the the Waterloo skate park. Uh-huh. They just take over the place. <laughs> but I'm not sure they I'm not sure they learn the, the etiquette of how to, how to get around on a, on a skate park and because I've just seen them dropping in on everyone someone's in the middle of a line and they just oh man scary yeah that happened to me the other week yeah same same like i was i was going one direction on a bowl and this guy came in another direction and just go man what what do you think what do you think's gonna happen but i mean you've got to learn somewhere and someone's got to teach him and i guess that's the thing whether it's a skateboarder or a blader or an older scooter or a bmx person someone hopefully ends up getting in their ear and um well that's that's the thing they're young they're generally they're pretty young the scooter guys so they just they don't understand the – they just go. They're into it. They just go. <laughs> but the, yeah, the, event, the event at Manly was really good. It was really good to um, 
to see a lot of faces I haven't seen in a long time. Um, skaters and just people that don't skate anymore or whatever. Um, but that was nice too, right? People feeling like could come out and just be part of the, the yeah, meet put, without having to kind of have to sort of put their skates on to get a get a you know be welcome. No, it was that's like you had camera guys there, you had ex skaters, you had whatever. I didn't skate, so I just went there and you know shaking hands and socialising with people and catching up with people. And there was, you know, Danny from Crankstrap that used to make all the Crankstraps. <laughs> he just turned up and it was like no time had passed, you know. Everyone's just big hugs and everyone was really happy to see each other. There was no there was no egos. There was no um, drama. There was no bitching or, or uh, no, nothing. Everyone was just getting along and if someone did something good they'd cheer them on I mean there was a young girl there and everyone was helping her there was a little kid in a spider-man outfit who was just fell down the first time he rolled down in the bowl cried his dad took him away came back by the end of the day he was rolling up around uh, up and down around the bowl loving it yeah that's so um, nice isn't it yeah yeah and a lot of the skaters I used to skate with that were younger than me or whatever they came with their kids Mm-hmm. Now, now they all, they all have kids, and it was just it was a beautiful day. It was a really good day. Um, the weather was a bit shitty, so I think some people may have stayed away, but um, it was still it was good. Yeah, well, that, that's it's hard to know what weather's going to do, but um, I, I reckon there's probably a stack of people who went. You know, yeah, obviously there's going to be some who you know make the call not to or think oh, I'll be over by the time I get there or whatever. But I reckon a lot of people went, uh, even if I'm, even if it's just there saying good day to people, it'll be worth going. And it looks like there was a decent crowd. No, there was, yeah, it was good. It was containable. It wasn't like thousands, but it was good. There was a mm. few hundred there and, and uh, most of them were skating. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, so it was, it was good. That, that, they had a little go on the mini. So there was a whole crowd around the mini at one stage and then everyone went back to the bowl and then they had the little, the bowl session and, and whoever didn't want to skate was just on the grass, just catching up with old mates and whatever. So yeah, it was it was it was really good. Scotty Scotty Crawford organised that uh, with the help of Bill from yeah. Manly Blades from uh, Skater Skate HQ Head. now. Yeah, Skater HQ and Tom Fry helped out. This is what I'm saying. Like Tom Fry is a legend of our sport, and he's there organising, you know, helping move the lighting and the barbecue. And he did all the t-shirts as well. Everyone chipped in, of course. John Julio turned up. Yep. Um, you know, he was he's very approachable, talks to everybody, puts his skates on, has a little roll. Yeah. Um, so it was just a, a, a great day, really. really. You left there feeling really good about in line and someone said, how do you feel, man? You haven't been around the, you know, around this many skaters for a while. I just said, it just feels like home. Oh. <laughs> just, just, just feel real good, you know, just feel good to be there and. Surrounded by those people again, and watching kids, you know, and older, older. There was one English guy. He wasn't that old, but I'm saying he was just a nutter. There's always one nutter, and this guy was a good <laughs> skater, but he would jump up onto the back rail and then try to flip back into the concrete bowl, like, and he just kept slamming and slamming. And <laughs> I, I was like, this guy's going to wake up sore tomorrow. But he just kept going, and because you just feed, <laughs> you just feed off the adrenaline of the, of the people, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was a the guy with the, the trip down south here. Yeah, there was that guy, and and he was just like Superman, front flipping across every gap he could find all day, and. Um, and you know, not surprised. I mean, a bummer for him, but 
but in a sense, you go not surprising that you know the the whole weekend ends with him dislocating a shoulder, doing a five forty off a couple of couple of sets of stairs, just landed landed badly and you know tumbled over. But um, but he was that guy. He was just you know just throwing it and sending it and finding the the crazy ass thing, <laughs> finding a new yeah. way to do things and just doing it doing it big. Yeah, that's part of the sport. You're gonna you're gonna put skates on. You're gonna get hurt at some point, yeah. so you just have to you have to deal with it, toughen up, and get through it. And that's the only way to progress. It's, yeah. as, as you've probably found out trying to learn stuff, you got to fall, you got to hurt yourself, and work out. Okay, don't do it that way next time. Do it. Well, as I think wrong. I said to you in one of our conversations, uh, you know, a few months ago now. Like I remember at one point I was sort of asking some question of Ian, and um, and he just came straight back at me and said, "How you know, like this is talking about vert skating," and he just went, "Well, are you falling much?" You know, and it was just like this for him. It was just like this no-brainer. Like, if you're not really comfortable falling, of course you're not gonna, you know, um, not gonna be developing because you're gonna be sort of doing so within. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be going so within my limitations. I'm not actually gonna progress. So that was that was just a really good, timely response from him, just to go, "How's your <laughs> how's your falling going? You comfortable falling? Do you feel okay falling? Do you know how to, how to fall um, on this thing?" And it was it was good to hear. Yeah, it's one of those things that you have to learn how to. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't the first few years I started skating. I was just trying to land everything and whacking myself because I never came from a skating background. So, so, so the idea, the concept of bailing safely, like pulling out of a trick, and that was not an option for me yeah. until until someone had to talk to me and got me bigger knee pads and taught me how to slide down on my take you know take the hits on the side on your on your hip when you don't feel the the, the trick is right and yep. then from, from there I um you know my knee I started didn't have troubles with my knees for a long time after that because I was just always okay this doesn't feel right I'll just bail out of it I'll slide out of it take it on my left side or that's mm. the way I turn uh, you see skateboarders a lot you know they go in the air they do something or what do they do they just bail yeah they toss the board, they bail safely, they live another day and they, they keep going. So once you learn how to bail and fall and then you feel more comfortable coming off something, oh, that's not right, I'm just going to bail, get back up, try it again. Um, so, yeah, you have to, unfortunately, to learn, you have to fall, you have to sometimes hurt yourself and to, but, pro- to progress. But it's not, I mean, it's not even just extreme sports, eh? I mean, like you'd know no, no, too no. well that a non-contact sport like soccer comes with, again, really – major injuries possibly right you know just yeah. if you land land wrong on your knee or or whatever and it's it's going to be pretty nasty and that's got nothing to do with concrete bowls or, <laughs> or bios or anything but uh, no 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 anything yeah. where you push yeah. the limits of something you, there's always like to to get to that next level there's always high high high, high risk high reward that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. You can play it safe and just stay at the same level for a long time, or you can just jump and jump and jump. And that's what I was doing when I started. Yeah. I just, I couldn't handle just being there. I had to keep yeah. going. What's next? What's next? And I didn't really learn the, the basics that well. I just learned all the hard shit. And then, a lot of people don't know this. The guys from Bondi know. I could barely do a 180 stall, before I went to the first X Games. And I was doing 900s and everything. I could barely go up 180 stall to do a backside grind on the coping because I was always in the air. I was never on the coping. <laughs> so then I had to teach myself that. And I was like, do I go left? Do I go right? Like, you know, it was just – so I had to go back to the basics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've just got to go back and unpick things, don't you? Um, yeah. 
Hey, um, while we're on this kind of whole topic, right, pushing yourself and stuff, I mean, this is like, I didn't give you any warning on this, so it's okay if you don't have anything off the top of your head, but knowing you, you probably do. Um, uh, you, you, I think always, and, and clearly now from your Instagram, you know, think a lot about how to, how to use your body, look after your body, you know, all that stuff well. How do you, what would your advice be looking back to uh, yourself, you know, back when you were vert skating or to others coming into their 20s and wanting to stay functioning at a high level in terms of eating, exercise, fitness, uh, you know, muscle work, all that kind of stuff. What do you reckon are some of the key things in that area for skating particularly, do you reckon? Yeah, that's a good good question. And it's a, it's actually, if you look at surfers, the, you know, surfing, you, you know, before it used to be like a surfing bum, you go surf and that's it. Now there's a surfing university, and they're doing medicine ball training, plyometrics, <laughs> core core work. Um, what's the? Uh, sorry for my ignorance. What's the guy that fought off the shark? The Aussie guy. Uh, my no, my mind is um, blank now as well. I know well, who you talking well, about though. Well, well, if you see some yeah. of his workouts, they're yeah. insane, insane gym workouts. Yeah. Where he's, you know, he's on a Swiss ball with weights and he's doing squats and. Because surfing, I don't know if you've ever tried it. It's bloody hard. Uh huh. Yeah. It's hard. It's really good core work. It's you got to have strong legs and all the rest of it, and, and it's a hard workout. So these guys, like when we used to skate, we used to skate four hours a day. We didn't realize how strong our legs were, how strong our back and our core was from spinning and all that. When you stop, and you realize like how much we used to use. So. If you're talking about say vert skating or street skating, doesn't really matter. You have to be flexible. You yeah. have to be – I wasn't – I was agile, but I wasn't flexible. But So when you take a fall or you see a lot of these kids, they're grinding and they're getting down really low, you've got to have – all that comes from the, the, the core and from the, from your hips. So your abductors, your hips, your lower back, your core, all that's got to be like supple. So stuff like um, – not, not Pilates, not yoga, but those kind of movements and, and exercises are really good. There's a lot of things, classes they're doing now called um, animal classes where you do animal walks. <laughs> and it's it's basically you act like a chimp or you act like a, a lizard on the ground. All that stuff is really good to stretch out your body and get it moving to be functional, right? Yeah. And with, with skating... So you're not like, saying, though, not Pilates necessarily. You're just saying that, like, if people are into that, they don't have to. But, but that yeah, could be so, really good, so, right? Like that, that, yeah. yeah. So, so for yoga, for, yoga for me is not that good. It's static and it's... I can't get into half of those positions because a, mm. a lot of us, let's face it, we're not that flexible. So it's kind of pointless. We're just standing mm. there. So do Pilates where it's more of a movement. So they're yoga movements, but you're moving from one movement to another, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yep. And then even but also more trying to hold it stable the whole time, which, again, is that core stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So if you're doing like lunges, little lunges where you put one knee down and you walk, then you go up and yeah. the next – that's all functional. That's all stuff that we actually do in real life, mm. right? And so with skating, you're like bending down, you're twisting, you know, you're squatting down. When you land fakie, you land one foot behind. It's kind of like a lunge. So if you can strengthen all those muscles, not for extra power, just to, just to be stronger and more supple and more flexible, and definitely don't start doing weights and be a fat lump. <laughs> like when I broke my arm, I was 10 kilos heavier than I was because I just did – all weights, no cardio. I thought I was, you know, it look, looks cool being big, you know. And I was too heavy to skate on the ramp and I broke my arm because I just, it was too heavy. So you can't even, I couldn't even skate properly. Like spinning was an effort because my midsection was thicker. 
So be athletic, you know, be, be, um, so in some ways rather than doing like just even just body weight, using your body, body weight, weight stuff. Yeah. 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 Body weight stuff where you have to use your own arms, your own weight, your own power to get yourself up. Whether it be push up, because that's the, that's the weight we're dealing with, right? We're dealing with our own body. We're not dealing with something sort of you know um, larger, larger weights and pressures. That's not what we're dealing with when we're skating. We're dealing with moving our own body around through the air. And that's yeah. one of the hardest things is to yeah. uh, move your own body weight. Yeah. Because anyone can sit on a bench and then do some curls. You're not doing anything. But if you get on a chin up bar and you try to lift yourself up, that's a lot harder. You get a lot of bodybuilders that can't do a lot of pull up pull ups yep. because they have to they have to lift their own body weight up. <laughs> so I would suggest doing functional stuff, um, definitely staying fit because the fitter you are, um, the longer you can skate. And as soon as you, you your fitness dies, the first thing that happens is your head goes. So if you're tired, you make bad decisions with your head. And when skating, it's not like soccer. You make a bad decision, you're going to kick your toe on the ground. Skating, you make a bad decision, you miscalculate something, you're going to smash your face on the ground. It's a different thing. The consequences are, 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 more, uh, are worse. So you have to be well, – if you're fitter, if you're fitter, you can skate longer. You're clearer of mind, if you know what I mean. Yeah, totally and, know what you mean, yeah. And then you can, you know, if something – you can pull yourself out of a situation like a bad spin or something where when you're not as fit and you're a bit lazier in the head and you're tired, you're going to slam hard and you're not going to have that reaction time to pull out. Yeah. Um, and just diet, yeah, just eat eat, eat a bit of everything, you know. Eat a – I don't know if there's any vegans or vegetarians or whatever out there, but I'd just eat a bit of everything, a bit of chicken, a bit of meat, salads, potatoes, whatever. Just eat a bit of everything. Um, stay away from as much of the soft drinks and – all the sugars and all the fried stuff as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, and just, just, and, and just balanced, stay fresh, healthy stuff. Gonna and, stay, actually, and, yeah. stay, and stay active. Mm. Like a lot of people are like, what do you eat? Or what do you – no. You can get away with eating some little junk here and there, but stay active. Yep. Stay mobile, stay active, stay flexible. And then you'll skate longer. You, you, you'll skate longer because you won't get as many injuries. And the, the, the last few years of my career was just all injuries. I was so tight around my hip areas, around my back, around everything. I was so tight. And one fall and you, a normal person could take it. And I was taking a fall and I was like, oh, I pulled a muscle here. I pulled it, you know. So with the tightness stuff, I mean, now there's all the stuff like the, the balls and the foam rollers and all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure if that was really around back when you were skating no. pro. But, I mean, that would be a big part of what you'd be doing after a, after a comp, I imagine. And before I do it every day now. Yeah, yeah, I've got a I've got a roller and a, a ball that I use on my glutes, or my hammies, on my and I got a roller that I use on my back, and then I do certain exercises to just get me going for the day, and then at the end of the day I'll do it again. Yeah, um, that's a daily thing for me now, and I, I should have been doing it before. Yeah, uh, and I you'd definitely be recommending that you know now you know you'd be saying yeah. oh, look if you if you want to look after stuff if whatever if like Joe Atkinson or whatever wants to go the distance then he's going to be a happy man if he if he eventually when he needs to starts look using his foam roll <laughs> using his foam roll make it make it part of your daily routine like there's a, there was a roller skater called Wainwright uh-huh. uh, Brian Wainwright. And he was back from the older days, and he used to he used to skate crab style. You know what that means? Like yeah, it's like feet pointing out, heels touching. Yeah, so but skating style. a ramp like that, right? 
Yeah, and he was so smooth. Why did like, they do that? Why did they skate that so, way? Because it, it's more like a skateboard, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, but he was so smooth and, and, and fle- oh, obviously you have to be so flexible to, to be uh, and strong hips, inner legs yeah. Yeah. to skate like that. And he would do like a – when we would be at Woodward, he would do like a half-hour stretch session before he skated. Mm. I'm like, what's this? Look at this guy. What's he doing? And then he'd do another half hour or more after it. Yeah. And that was that was his way of being able to skate longer into his well into his close to forty when I saw him and he was still skating very smooth, no injuries, you know, healthy looking guy. Because he took care of himself, took care of his body, didn't abuse it. I definitely never, I never touched drugs or smokes or alcohol my whole life. Um, and I mean, Sam Fogarty can tell you that because every tournament i won he'd be like come on sis let's get you drunk that was that was like his mission his mission in life was to get me drunk at some point and i just i just it was just not it's not and it will, it will never be part of my dna it will never be part of what i do or what, what my life is and i don't care if people do it that's up to them but i definitely i've seen so many um negative outcomes from going that way that i just i don't, I don't need it i don't advise it to anyone i don't I don't see the point of it. Yeah. So, so are you a teetotaler or just don't get drunk? Sorry? Are you a teetotaler, like as in you don't drink alcohol at all or just don't get drunk? No, 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 zero. Zero, zero. alcohol. Yeah, wow. Zero alcohol, zero coffee, zero. I don't add salt to my food. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I've never touched a drug. Um, yeah. Yeah, wow. Just high on life. Well, you get high on yourself. You get yeah. high on what things on the things you do. On yeah. I get high by doing a, you know, a, a two-hour workout, or when I was playing soccer, or when I was skating. That's how I get high. That's that's what I. I was always chasing that that perfect <laughs> yeah. that perfect session. Like when I had a three-hour session at Vertex with with the boys, and you just had a killer session. And and actually, to be honest, I mean, sort of biologically, you are getting high too, aren't you? Your body produces happy drugs and. Punches that you know, and you're more, you, you know, you you get that stuff out of yourself. You are getting rushes, aren't you? Literally, chemically, it's not just, yeah. um, you know, it's not just a metaphor. No, yeah. no, no, it's not. It releases endorphins, and when you work and sweat, and it, and also that's why I like to learn little skills as well. I don't just do normal stuff. I try to learn skills, whether it be jump rope, whether it be what with skating was the same. Yeah, because I get I get bored. So when you learn a skill, a little technique of something. It keeps you interested to keep going and going and going. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And you don't even realize you're working out sometimes, and you and you're just learning more. And yeah, but um, yeah, with skating, definitely like stay healthy, and you, you can skate a long time. You know, if you if you can avoid injuries and and you skate smart and you take care of your body, you can skate a long time. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps. 